go. How you doing? <laughs> you guys know what Confucius says? Oh, here we go with that new age crap. I know you're a false prophet. Confucius said, <laughs> you find something you like to do, you never work a day in your life. Amen? How many of y'all know he's placed a destiny in your belly to birth? Come, you ask Jesus in your heart? You think Jesus just comes in your heart and then now become a slave to the pyramid on your $1 bill? No. That's you trying to help Jesus and not birth Jesus because you haven't been taught New Covenant Christianity. You haven't been taught Temple of the Holy Spirit Christianity. You've been taught worldly, false, Freemason Christianity. Yep. Sunday is a tradition that nullifies the Word of God. There's no Sunday anywhere in the New Testament. Not one mention of it in the New Testament. Sunday Christianity is Freemasonry. That's why people are so worldly because they've been ensnared by the fallen angels for about 2,000 years. Well, 1,700 to be exact. 350 A.D. when they institutionalized Christianity and revival died. We've been trying to have revival ever since. You know, trying real hard, trying so hard. I want it in my building. I want it in my building. And it's like you're not even in the new covenant yet. Mountain of Transfiguration. No shelters, Peter, James, and John. Stop trying to help the Holy Spirit with your arm of flesh. Remember when Jezebel was thrown out the window window by Jehu? The dogs wouldn't even eat her hand. That's the works of the flesh. The dogs would not even eat the hand of Jezebel. Only, they ate her eyeballs. They ate the bones. They ate the whole witch of religion. The only part they didn't eat was the hands, symbolizing the works of the flesh. God wouldn't even allow a living creature such as an unclean dog to eat it. True story in the Bible. Wow. And that's what we celebrate on Sunday. It's true because Sunday was built by the hand of Jezebel called Magic Arts. Yep. That's when they... And it's not about, well, the Sabbath on Saturday. No, that's wrong too. We're not, we're not in Judaism. Okay, Christianity isn't a ritual. Christianity is not a rite. Scripture says the only thing more powerful than the Bible is human traditions. You nullify the Word of God by your human traditions. Jesus Christ, red letters. It is written. The only thing more powerful than the Word of God is human traditions. Rituals. Ritualism. Rites. Satan knows that. That's why Satan uses traditions to nullify the power of the word so that everyone's still human or bewitched after they're born again. Human, yeah. You're not human. You're a spirit. Is a spirit human? No! What identity do you have with the flesh? That's the amount you're deceived by Satan. Get your brain renewed. The brain attached to the spirit is at peace with God, but the brain attached to the flesh is at war against God. Romans 8. It is written... The word mind in the Bible is the brain. Be constantly renewed in the spirit of your brain. Amen! Ephesians 4, it is written. Now we're going against the red dragon. Now we're going against the false prophet. Now we're going against the beast. Where's the mark of the beast? In the forehead. And on the hand. Jezebel. Bewitchment. Religion! It's time for a prison break. And it's going to come in an unexpected way. 
God was just fellowshipping inside this body like we have for 24 7, 24 7, 365 for 20 years inside this body since I'm a new covenant Christian and my body is the temple and I'm not bewitched. And I've never been bewitched. Never. I got born in Zion and I stay saved. I didn't go back into the slavery of serving buildings made by human hands, which is nothing less than Jezebelic witchcraft. It's true, and I'm telling you guys, I'm not boasting. I'm just a free man in the river telling you the truth. And you come with all your skeptic skepticism, you come with all your opinions, you come with all your soulishness, and you think you know stuff, you don't know. The problem is, is you think you know, but you don't know. Only Jesus knows, and Jesus has yet to be birthed by the majority of the Bride of Christ. They're not even New Covenant Christians. They're Old Covenant Christians. Old Covenant is serving in the temple. New Covenant is, I am the temple. Where does the river flow from? Ezekiel 47, from within the temple. And they're like, come Holy Spirit, I'm not a temple. Whoa. No, 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 no. That's Old Covenant. You're bewitched. There's no come Holy Spirit in the New Covenant. Jesus came into you and now His throne is in you and from the throne proceeded a river of life that sparkles. Revelation 22. Your only problem is that you don't know Him within you. That you are not, in fact, New Covenant yet. Yet! It's exciting because you get a birth, Jesus. And all of your problems are answered when you yield your heart to the greater one in you and disconnect or divorce Satan, he who's in the world. And you tell Christians they're serving Satan and not Jesus, which is the truth, and they'll freak out on you and they'll murder you. I mean, but can a prophet lie? Only a false prophet will lie to you. False prophet tell you to keep serving he who's in the world. False prophet keep telling you to do that external stuff and come Holy Spirit and do all the shenanigans. It's all magic arts. Most false prophets, or most prophets that call themselves prophets in the prophetic circles of the charismatic church, are in their soul realm. That's what a false prophet is. Someone that prophesies out of their soul. It's human opinion. And they got a ton of word, and they got a lot of hyper-spirituality, and they prophesy with starlight. Well, how can they be 100% accurate, brother? Well, they're not, first of all. And the gift of God is irrevocable, so most people use their gifts for personal gain instead of building up human spirits, which is bringing the body of Christ into the unity of the faith on the top of Mount Zion in perfect glory. So most people have used their gifts that are irrevocable for self instead of others. Have you noticed that? Like 99% half. That's normal. God knew it was going to be that way. Look at the kings in the Old Testament. Like 99% of those kings, starting with Saul, all the way to Jesus, used all the gifts that were given to them as grace for self. Herod's the worst. You know, killed all the babies. You know, built a $40 billion temple. You know? on the backs of religious people, giving into his synagogue building structure. Wow. Then killed Jesus on top of all that. Then killed the holy child Jesus at age 33, didn't he? This is Jesus the Nazarene, the king of the Jews. Oh, people are like, well, they're mocking him. You read Pontius Pilate's story in there? Was Pontius Pilate mocking him? No, Pontius Pilate believed that he was who he said he was. You are a king then. I've never interpreted it like they're mocking him. You know, his wife came to him, have nothing to do with that holy man. That's a holy, righteous man. I had a dream about him last night in the Bible. 
Hallelujah. Jesus, the King of the Jews. It's true. The Nazarene. What's a Nazarene? Is it a Nazarite? Similar. I know a Nazarite and Nazarene are different. One's a city and one's a, a vow. Whoo! But that's what it is. Jesus, the Nazarene, the King of the Jews. Now, that's a cultural title, which is extremely important because that annihilates the ability of Freemasonry, which is sorcery, or Sunday paganism, your current Christianity. It annihilates it. Because when you're bewitched, you idolatrize Jewish stuff. They're like, I'm going to go to Jerusalem, I'm going to go to the Holy Land, and I'm going to be like, so blessed because there's one geography is more blessed than other geography and I go stand in this portal and there's such a portal there's a portal and then they never see the portal of Christ in you the glory you know it's called bewitched where it's always something out there you got to skip around geography to geography as if the earth mattered I mean the earth is just what flesh the earth is just the natural dimension is the natural dimension Powerful? Zero percent powerful. There's no power in the natural dimension. Zero. The power is in the glory dimension. Now, if you don't know where the glory comes from, it'll be like all searching for it out there, which is the bride in the wilderness of Song of Solomon. He's gone away to a far land and I can't find him. And he was inside her the whole time in her belly, the Lord Jesus but her soul is so religious that it took her so many years. And as she's looking for him on the outside, she finds the night watchmen, which were the people in charge of Christianity while Jesus went into heaven and sent a spirit, but they don't know the spirit inside. So they're beat up by these night watchmen. The people in charge of Christianity have abused their power. How do you know? Well, first of all, they're selling doves. You, hear, you read about the temple? And Jesus making that whip, and he'd go in there, and he turned over the tables of the money changers. What were the money changers doing? The Bible says they were selling doves. What's the dove? Holy Spirit. They were selling revelations. They were selling music albums. They were selling all of their conference discs and CDs. They had turned the kingdom of heaven into a marketplace. Whoa. Like the charismatic church has. I mean, is there any greater example of this whore of Babylon right now than the charismatic church? No, I love the charismatic church. I'm not condemning the charismatic. I'm condemning the demonic activity that's kept them in sin and bewitchment in a soul Masonic style Christianity so that they don't actually have the kingdom in cities and nations which Jesus Christ brought. Go and disciple nations. Well, you can't disciple nations if you're bewitched and you serve in buildings made by human hands. You'll just come up with all kinds of theologies of why you can't do anything that the apostles did in the New Testament because you're still institutionalized. You're living inside Herod's temple. I challenge all of you to read Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7, we read about Stephen with the glowing face. That no one could out-talk him because he was so wise. What did Stephen do that deserved the death penalty? He exposed all the works of the devil in his generation. He told the religious people of his day they were not serving God, but serving the tabernacle of Molech and the star Remphon. Acts 7, it is written, the tabernacle of Molech is man's ability to do good. 
The star Remphon is the light that helps you do good. The star Remphon is all the light of Satan and his angels. Satan is an angel of light that deceives with religion, the Bible says. And Jesus Christ said in the red letters, Beware that the light in you is not darkness. They were full of Satan and not Jesus. He called them a brood of vipers many times. John the Baptist called them a brood of vipers many times. Have you come to be saved? And they didn't come to be saved. They came down the river to spy on their freedom because people were leaving the synagogue and getting baptized by John and they were worried about losing control and losing money, which is the only reason why Red Letter Ministries has been persecuted by 200 different ministries for the last 10 years. They will come up with any lie to destroy me so they can cling control of their influence of their people. They're not willing to go into a deeper realm of glory and offend the people. They water it down. That's why so many people lie about us. They're scared of us. And they should be, you know? Because I'm here to destroy the works of the devil, and you're in partnership with works of the devil, compromise mixture of some tree of knowledge and some tree of life, and my God, my Father, and my husband, my King, is a jealous, all-consuming fire. So we are your worst enemies. We're the worst thing that could have ever happened to you in a million years, the sons of God. Because we're jealous for our Father's house. Zeal for our Father's house has consumed us. So there can be no compromise. I mean, we're going after this thing to swallow up death. That's what we're commissioned to do. Death, where is your sting? Behold, death is swallowed up in the victory of Christ in you. He's over, already overcame the angel of death, Abaddon in Hebrew, Apollyon in Greek. It's important because that angel also known as Satan, or the red dragon, is in charge of all the darkness that's still on most of your souls at this moment. And with the revelatory light coming forth, it illuminates the darkness, and the darkness is vanquished into the lake of fire, which is the actual forgiveness of your sins, so that there's mental clarity, springs, healing, rivers, wine, oil, prosperity, blessing, favor, the real gospel, the real kingdom, the real jubilee of normal, biblical, New Testament Christianity restored in 2019. Hallelujah. It's going to go wild. Everyone's wanted it. The problem is, is they want to box it and sell it like a dove. You know? It's the truth. They'd be like, I want it in my little container so I could become the rich and famous minister in charge of this big revival. We know a big one's coming. We've been really pressing in for it, and they all want it in their little box. I've been watching it for years and years and years. But if you make it unavailable for their box, they'll betray you 100% of the time. God tests the heart. I've seen minister after minister, pastor after pastor. I'm talking thousands. Worldwide, thousands. Broadcasting 10 years. Thousands. And since it doesn't come through their box... And this river will break their box and bring the true kingdom. They go away sad like the rich young ruler. Oh, I can't control Jesus. Jesus wants to take over everything. And I can't have my own soul. You won't let me be me. You won't let you what a meanie. So mean. He won't let me. No, I'm going to be crucified with Christ. I no longer live the life I now live. I live by faith in the Son of God who lives through me. I mean, that's the river through me. The only issue is that Satan tempts your souls to have some kind of independence from birthing the divine child Jesus as if it's about you. Christianity is not about you. Christianity is about Christ in you. Satan is about you. The IMs of Satan that we war against every day broadcasting 10 years, that's the soulishness and the selfishness and the self-awareness and the self-promotion and the self that me, 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 it's always about me. It's always about appearances, always about knowledge. What can this broadcast do for me? It's not about you. What can the broadcast do for the Lord Jesus in you? 
If you can get over yourself, grow to the place where your eyes come off of you so your eyes are fixed on Jesus, so you get your faith authored and your faith perfected to walk in power as a temple of the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb called the New Covenant. Springs and rivers with more than enough. That's why he's like, destroy the temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. He knew his Father inside him. So that no matter what happened in the natural realm, we're going to rebuild. He's the spirit of prophecy. Perfect white eagle vision. Past, present, future. Ancient of days. Seven eyes. What are the seven eyes? Seeing by the heart and not the soul. Unless the soul is slain by the heart, then the soul is completely wrong about everything you think you know. That's what religion is. The soul realm is the realm of all rebellion for 6,000 years of all humanity. And when the heart conquers the soul, then you have never-ending revival springing up in your heart unto eternal life. Now everyone around you that's bewitched going to turn on you, and that's why we haven't had revival. We've been telling you the truth for 10 years, and people come in and they have instant breakthrough because it's like, it's true, it's true. And then they realize, no, I want to go live for myself. And they go away. They go away sad seen millions go away sad. Millions. We did 75 million views in two months one time on Facebook. It's true. And it was mostly sad, anger. I mean, the comments, because we actually broadcast in all the 1040 window, every single nation over there. Saudi Arabia, you know, Yemen, you know, Pakistan. I mean, India was pretty okay, but all those Muslim nations, we were broadcast, we hit them. I mean, I was hitting them by the millions, 75 million in two months. We spent $20,000 sewing into the 1040 window two years ago. Just kind of testing it, testing the nations, see where people are at and what they can receive from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. What's their spiritual diet? What are they eating? What do they like? Well, I'll tell you what, they don't like Jesus, not very many. They like the idea about Jesus. But the actual birthing of him that has to take over your own soul so you can't live for yourself, it's rare to find an American Christian that likes the real gospel. It's rare. They like the false gospel that makes it about them. It's true. How to be a better me. The gospel's about me. Cake me with Jesus, because I know Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And he's like, they're like, come Holy Spirit, come bless my life. Come. He's like, yeah, that's not how it works. That's not Christianity. I'm going to come up and I'm going to completely annihilate your soul and you're going to have a new personality. The Bible speaks of the glorified personality. That the personality you've had in the world is not even who you are as an eternal creature. Most of you have no idea who you even are yet because you're coming out of so much bewitchment, so much light of Remphan, the light of Satan and his angels, the stars, that fell from heaven, that the dragon's tail, tail swept. And now guess what? Greater one in us washes the weaker one outside of us into the lake of fire so we can sweep away the sins of the world with the floods of Christ in us. You know the one with the springs and the rivers? Do you believe yet? The Bible says that the springs and the rivers only come out of believers. John 7, 39. <laughs> The 39th verse of John 7 is, says, Whoa, I know the springs and rivers sound awesome, but it only happens when you submit your brain to your spirit. If you're not attaching your soul to your spirit, you'll never taste of springs and rivers 
and you'll get worse and worse and fade away until you die and are buried in the grave. Because it's for believers only. Salvation is by faith in Jesus. Where? The New Testament only says that Jesus is in you. And salvation is unraveling the package of being born of the incorruptible seed of the Word of God that cannot sin, and it grows up in you by eating and drinking, feasting. Luke 15, the younger prodigal didn't want to go back to the pig troughs, so he started feeding his spirit revelation. Truth, building upon truth. I will send the spirit of truth and he will lead you into all truth. The spirit of truth is revelation, gemstones. Now you can have silver level revelations. That's like outer court. You can have gold level revelations, which is inner court. Or you can have gemstone level revelations, which is the holy place where the throne is, the throne zone. And the glory is only in the holy place. In the inner court, there's a fading glory, there's an external glory, there's a come Holy Spirit glory, but they don't know the glory inside. They haven't realized the glory. When you realize the glory in you, Colossians 1.27, in you, that's when you enter the holy place from being an outer court or inner court Christian. That'll make Christians go wild because that's what's going to happen, especially amongst these youth that don't care about formalism, structure, rituals, and rites, and Freemason Sunday morning stuff. I mean, really, they're gonna, they've are gonna been looking for it, but they've been lied to by the charismatic leaders big time because the charismatic leaders are totally wrong about almost everything in their whole soul. Big time. Huge, huge amounts of being completely wrong. And we honor them and we give them, most of them are all millionaires and most of them have multiple mansions, private jets, you know. And it's true, like even your, your heroes, you know, those big ministries that we love that raise the dead and all those ministries that... You know, Bobby Connor, David Hogan, Heidi Baker, Bill Johnson. I mean, they all have huge houses, millions of dollars, and tons of vehicles, even jets, some of them helicopters. I mean, we're, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in, amongst the charismatic church leaders. And they don't want to give it up. And some of them I know are perfectly, and if God asked some of them, I'm sure they'd give it up. But I'm telling you, some of them aren't in it except for money. I've tested a couple hundred of them. I've t- and a couple of them have passed. A couple of them have passed my test to see what's your heart into? The golden image of Babylon? Control and power over buildings made by human hands? Are you serving the star Remphon and the tabernacle of Molech? Is this still a human thing for you, Christianity? With God being out there trying to bless your little church club? We've tested hundreds of them. A couple of them have passed. Most of them, 99%, fail miserably and turn into murderous fallen angels and expose their real God right away. Woo! It's a nightmare. That's why Babylon in Hebrew means confusion, or Chaldean means confusion. Babylon means perfectly translated confused. That's the only way Satan and his angels have kept Christians down as slaves in the dust of the earth is confuse them with external religion in their soul realm because if they ever start birthing the Lord Jesus from their belly... You're going to have a prison escape. You're not going to have a middle class. You're going to have everyone in an upper class because we serve a God that's rich. Super abundantly rich. The king of the Jews, you know, you'll eat the inheritance of Jacob. Isaiah 58, it is written. What's the inheritance of Jacob? Jacob is Israel. Jacob is the Jewish race that runs every central bank of every nation on the planet. 
The inheritance of Jacob is all the wealth of the earth, all economic buying power. That's what the Bible teaches. Jesus walked in it. Jesus was not a poor man. His seamless garment cost $100,000. You know, he's riding in on a donkey and they're laying down palm branches, worshiping him as king of kings, the Messiah. Okay, he's king, not just of Israel, but if you're the king of Israel, you're the king of the planet. The planet. And you didn't see any of the Roman leaders opposing him when he came in as king of kings and lord of lords. The whole world had folded to him. Folded and bowed to him. That's true. He could have set up shop in Jerusalem and destroyed the Roman Empire, completely liberated the Jews, and ruled the world forever. That's our king. That's Jesus Christ. Clearly, that's the power of the Holy Spirit, maker of heaven and earth. And there's no one more powerful than our God, the Almighty. But instead of doing that, he went to the cross, sacrificed it all so that you could join him in kingship and royal power and take your throne of honor and power in the heavenly sphere and rule with him in heavenly places. Okay, we're Ephesians 2.20, seated with Christ in heavenly places, and it's such a wonderful mystical verse. What does it actually mean? It actually means that when your grave clothes burn off of you and your divine abilities spring up from your bellies in the birthing of the Son of God with your spirit. So it's not just Him, it's your spirit in Him. If anyone's attached to the Lord, they're one spirit with the Lord, Scripture says. So it's the New Covenant. So your spirit actually gets energized into full spiritual stature and you begin to rule from your own throne had there never been a curse of the fall, had Adam and Eve never fallen, God's plan for you today without any of the fall of the angels, any of the fall of the nations, ruling from the heavenly sphere and getting everything that you say, living by the fruits of your lips and not the sweat of your brow. No curse. No fall. A perfect covenant. And that's the truth. That's what we're warring for. Raising the dead of all the Christians submitted to the grave in their own minds and raising their spirits up above the realm of the dead by the renewing of their mind, by revelation, by the light of His Word, and seating you in a throne of glory in the heavenly sphere and taking the skyline and ruling and reigning with Christ. That's never-ending revival. That's what the sons of God bring forth now. And I'll demonstrate it. We've been, we've been walking in this for years, influencing the whole planet. We have. Now you're going to believe as you see more and more signs and wonders and miracles and healings and the Holy Spirit will confirm everything I'm saying to you in the Bible and in the world and in reality by the power of the Holy Spirit performing signs and wonders following the preaching of the apostolic glory cloud that we bring. So you know this is the truth from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ today. For you and your cities to be saved by the city of Zion of innumerable angels, of the Lamb's book of life, and of the throne of God and the Lamb, and the four living creatures, and the twenty-four elders. And Zion's not out there. Zion's in you. You birth the city of God into your cities, and enrapture, and encase, and enthrone them in the throne of grace, so that all flesh can breathe the air of Zion, and not the princes of the powers of the air, because we believe Satan's so powerful, and we can never defeat the devil. He already defeated him. You just don't know where he is. He's in you. Once you realize he's in you and you believe in him in you, you begin to release the power that dethrones principalities over regions, over cities, over nations, over governments, over economies, over 
all the seven mountains. And the whore of Babylon, which is the abilities of the soul, folds to the sons of God and the man-child company and the bride of Christ, which is the ability of the Holy Spirit in you. And all it costs you is your whole heart. I mean, it's, it's not costly. I mean, who wants to hold on to dead stuff, idolatry and immorality in their heart? I mean, you got to be deceived. And we have been deceived, but we're not deceived anymore. I'm, you have everything, God. I mean, literally, judge the thoughts and intents of my heart constantly. White throne, judgment seat of Christ with your river of life burning through my heart, rising in my heart. And He'll just judge all the wickedness and the snares and every lie in the heart and He'll purify your heart seven times into pure gold. Who can ascend the mountain of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who hasn't lifted himself up to idols. So they're not attached to the natural dimension, only attached to the glory dimension. Who's your God? Christ in you. And your soul is realizing the glory, so you're beginning to manifest the new covenant, the temple of the river of life. Your bodies, those jars of clay, are royal cups of the king's best wine reserved for last. In the name of Jesus Christ, come into financial partnership with Red Letter Ministries. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.